When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to the Unit 2 test review. Um, this is a shorter test. It's the, probably the shortest unit we do uh, in here. So it's only a 20 question test, so it won't take you that long. Uh, and hopefully you don't have to spend too much time preparing. Uh, all right, so hopefully you've seen the trend in this unit that a lot of it deals with data. Pulling stuff from graphs, pulling stuff from charts, and things like that. So there'll be those types of questions on the test. Hey, here's a, a graph and a chart, and you pull the answer from it. Uh, with some of your background knowledge, here's a map and things like that. All right, so that kind of stuff will be on there. There will also be the quotes and, and things like that that gets pulled. Um, looking at a picture and some other stuff uh, along those lines will be on there. So um, there is some reading to do on the quiz or test, so be sure you're just prepared and, and it's not going to be just a lot of low level questions where, hey, I just can recall what this is and that is and I'm done. Uh, so just keep that in mind. Uh, all right, so let's get going with your review. Um, it's only class, I'll also give you a hard copy in class, so depending upon what you uh, have. Uh, first up there is political socialization. Now, you did a lot of work on this, you took some. Uh, quizzes, some of the ideology quizzes to kind of see where you're at. Uh, and then you had to kind of analyze, think about, well, where did I get my beliefs from? Where did I get those thought processes from? And that's what political socialization is. It is basically passing on, you know, one generation's ideas about government, about society, and all that kind of stuff to the next. Uh, because family is the number one answer. And a lot of you said, hey, my family did influence me. Uh, I would listen to the, my family talk about this and that, and you know, it's kind of the way I feel nowadays. So that's always been the number one answer. Um, there are other things, school, media, friends, you know, things like that, that also affect you. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's typically going to be your family. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Polling, different types, terminology. So... Polling, remember, is what's going to give us an idea of public opinion, all right? And, and that's, most polls are geared that way. How, how are people feeling about this issue, that issue, whatever it might be. Politicians use it, use it. The media uses it as well to gauge how people are feeling about the president, about Congress, and things like that. Uh, so we kind of get bombarded if you pay attention with polls. Um, they're on the news, they're on the TV, they're on the internet, they're all over the place. Um, some big takeaways from the polls is, first off, they're not always to be trusted. Okay, So don't always trust the polls. Um, and I showed you the picture of Truman uh, holding up that newspaper uh, where it says Dewey defeats Truman because the Chicago Tribune took a poll that the Reader's Digest had done and said, well, that's how it's going to be. And so they ran with that. And um, obviously, 
we've never had a president named Dewey. So Truman ended up defeating him and that he was holding up the headline. So, you know, uh, polls aren't always to be to be trusted. Now, uh, on the test, there's a couple of things. First off, you're going to have to pull some some information from some polls. One of those is a tracking poll, so that's why it's on there. I just want you to have an idea of what those are. Tracking polls typically are going to be run by politicians. The media runs them as well, but they are ran <clears throat> like 24 hours. Every they're being run all the time. Okay, politicians have people that just do data. So if you're a data person and want to work in politics, that's something you could do. All right. So constantly running these polls, constantly analyzing the data that goes with them so that politicians, both in office and running for office, can have an idea of what their constituents want. Now, it gets a little bit different if you're in office versus running. If you're in office, you want to know what your constituents what your constituents are thinking, feeling, believing, and it's going to help you decide, well, I should vote this way on this issue because that's what my constituents want. All right. Uh, when you're running for office, you're really using it as a campaign tool and you're going to tailor your speeches to the places you're going and you're going to run these polls in those places before you get there so you know this is what I need to say because you know, if you're running a national campaign, like as a president, you're going to be saying different things to different people all across the country. Even here in Georgia, you're running for Senate. We've got the, the Senate race for 2022 going on. They're going to be saying different things in different parts of Georgia. They're going to run tracking polls before they get there. But anyways, on the test, you got to pull some data from, from a tracking poll. So just so you know what a tracking poll is. Uh, exit polls are the same way. Uh, there should be uh, something on the test where you pull some data from an exit poll. Those are just as you leave the, the booth, you know, when you vote on November, whatever it is we vote this year, 2022, uh, there might be a, a campaign worker, someone affiliated with a campaign. Uh, there might be a media type person there asking, hey, how'd you vote? And you can say yes or no, you know, or you can say no if you want to, or you can tell them how you voted. It's up to you. Uh, let's see, sample error. <clears throat> so remember, uh, now that I think about this, I mean, not now that I think about it, but just as I say it out loud, that, that might be kind of a, a bad way to, to say the sample uh, stuff that we're, we're looking for uh, here. Um, but we're talking about the, the sample size. Okay. Just remember, we want to have a, a decent amount of people take part in our polls if we want it to be a valid poll. If we want to get an answer that we are happy with, that we personally are happy with, that, that fits our agenda, then you know we might have a low sample size and we, we might sample people that we know are going to answer a certain way. So there's a way to skew your data already. Uh, to be valid, though, you want to have a, a nice sized group of people. So, you know, you don't want to interview 10 people and then say, well, that represents all of Gwinnett County. No, that's not going to be valid. We want to have a larger uh, larger group there. You also want to have that low margin of error. Remember, for a poll uh, to be valid, you know, we see a poll that says, hey, plus or minus 15. That's not good. That means that poll was poorly done, and it's something that we don't really need to pay attention to. Um, and then the random digit dialing, that just leads into that random sampling. We want to have a diverse group of people. 
that answer our questions. Once again, if I want my data to say something, then I can go, I know who I can go talk to. I can go find Republicans to talk to. I can go find Democrats to talk to if I'm talking about a political issue. If I'm talking about other issues, I can find the groups of people that I want to go talk to. So we want to, we need to have, to have a, a random sampling as our population. And that comes from that random digit dialing. Okay. Uh, and then once again, the, the whole, you know, the numbers, the, the randomness. Um, also, when you're looking at polls, pay attention to where they're coming from. You know, uh, if you get your news from Fox News, guess which way their polls are probably going to lean, probably going to lean to the right. So just uh, be really aware of where the data is coming from. And don't, in talking to y'all, it doesn't seem like y'all put too much emphasis on polls, which is a good thing. Uh, some people do. Some people really, really put a lot of emphasis on, on polling. All right, the liberal versus the conservative. So on the test, there are a lot of questions uh, about liberal ideologies versus conservative ideologies. And, you know, we did this in class, uh, I think it was Monday or Tuesday of this week, where we went through and we looked at the, the, the liberal ideologies, the, the conservative ideologies, and we talked about the far right, the far left, and all those sorts of things that go in there. Okay. Um, some of the big overarching themes to take from that, uh, you know, the left, liberal, Democrat, um, remember, they feel a responsibility for people should fall to the government. All right. The government should be helping people more than it does. Republicans are going to think that, hey, the individual can you know, take care of themselves in this society, in this economy, and things like that. Um, so that's kind of the, the big overarching theme amongst themselves. And then you, you got some trickle-down things there. When you're talking about your government, the Democrats, liberal, they're, they're going to have, they're going to want to have all kinds of programs. You know, that's one of the things that their agenda is, is, is creating programs to help people, assist people with a whole list of things. Versus Republicans, remember we said they're going to typically run on less government, limited government, and things like that. That's because they feel like, hey, in capitalism, private business, charities, things like that can help people. So um, that's kind of the big overarching theme. Now, there's a few questions on the test where it's going to say, hey, what would a Democrat support? And then it's going to give you some policies, some ideas, things like that. And you're going to have to be able to pick those out. Okay. Looking at the test, I think a lot of them are pretty obvious. Um, and I, I, I'm not going to go over every single one of them just because you, know, you, you do need to think a little bit on this stuff. Uh, but just, you know, just trying to look at the back of those notes, try to remember some of the different uh, things that both Democrats and Republicans feel. I didn't put any libertarian questions on here, uh, even though it's part of our standards. I didn't put any libertarians on here. Um, so that you don't have to worry about that. Okay. Uh, as far as social policy goes specifically, <clears throat> Remember that uh, Democrats are going to be for your right to privacy, and then Republicans are going to be okay with taking away some of those rights to privacy. Uh, and we looked at some of those court cases yesterday on Wednesday um, that, that dealt with basically the, you know, bigger themes, whether it be abortion, um, the Griswold versus Connecticut case where we were talking about uh, birth control and, and you know, the right to privacy there. Um, the Lawrence versus Texas and 
Obergefell versus Hodges, which dealt with same-sex couples. You know, all those things at the while they're different issues, they all kind of come back to, hey, it's a, it's people's right to privacy. All right. And so Democrats are OK with it. Republicans tend to not be. Uh, and then we get into economic policy. So I didn't put any fiscal or monetary policy on there. I know that y'all got a lot of that stuff in macro. So y'all are all experts in that stuff. Uh, but just remember, Keynes is the Democratic side, uh, the liberal slash left side, all those things. And it falls in line with what we were talking about earlier, where the, the Democrats believe that the, the government is responsible for almost everything. And they want to manage the not only the, the social side, but also the, the business side as well, and take an active role in, uh, in business. And so Keynes wants to manage the economy. He also believes that the government should be responsible for pulling people out of bad situations. And, you know, talking about just America as a whole, during a recession, it's to spend, spend, spend. You pull people out by putting money out there. The government does. All right. On the other side, you've got the Republicans, conservatives, right? So supply side economics. Uh, and supply side is, you know, taking, going back to some of your economic stuff. And that's just where we're going to do pro business stuff. Because when the businesses are successful, when the corporations are successful uh, and they are saving money or they're making more money or whatever it might be, they're passing those benefits on to the workers who then you know, spend money in other places. Uh, and it's just a trickle down type thing. All right. Uh, moderates, they take a centrist view of the uh, just everything. OK, uh, a true moderate will vote either way. It just depends on, you know, what's kind of what's in it for them. Uh, who's going to benefit me? Who's going to do the most best stuff for this country? Uh, whatever it might be. OK, uh, core values of the U.S. So we've got the rule of law, liberty and equal quality of opportunity. So the rule of law is twofold. Uh, first off, everybody should be tweet, treated equal, not treated equal, but treated equal underneath the law. All right. Um uh, no special favors for anybody uh, because they're wealthy or because of race or age or religion or anything like that. Okay. Everybody should be treated the same. Um, and then the other thing for rule of law is the fact that no one should be above the law. So whether you're a president, congressman, judge, police officer, whoever, uh, you're just as accountable to the laws as I am as some regular old guy. Okay. Liberty. Uh, liberty is a very important thing to Americans. Uh, it is that idea of freedom and the ability to do kind of stuff that we to do what we want to, you know, as long as we're not, remember we said, as long as you're not hurting people, uh, you know, do what you kind of want to. Uh, and, that, and that's a libertarian idea, but it also goes with this, with liberty here where, you know, as long as I'm not bothering you, I, I should be able to do for the most part what I want to. So that's liberty. And then the equality of opportunity. Remember, equality of opportunity and equality of outcome are two different things. All right. We believe firmly in this country that people should have the equal, equality of opportunity. Everybody should have the same opportunity when it comes to just all kinds of things, schools, interview for jobs and all that kind of stuff. Everybody should be able to have those opportunities. Okay. Uh, and you know, education is a good example. Everybody in this country has, a, has the the ability to attend school and eventually graduate with a high school diploma. All right. Uh, there is that opportunity. 
Now, is every opportunity the same? No. Some public schools are better than others. Some kids will go to private schools, so on and so forth. All right, there's all kinds of things that go into that. But for the most part, everybody's able to get that diploma if they want to. After that, though, the outcome is going to be different. Some people are going to you know, struggle uh, and not be able to go to college, or they're going to go to college and drop out, or they're going to go to college, get their degree. There's different outcomes based on that high school diploma that everybody had the same chance to get. Just some things are going to be different once it's gotten. So that's what that is. Uh, I'm looking through the test again, and I've, I've taken out the voting behavior stuff. Uh, so I decided to take it out, and I, I added some more polling questions. So I don't think we have to worry about the national versus local elections um, and things like that. So I, I'm going to, yeah, you, you don't have to worry about understanding that. That's something we'll get into a little bit later. And I took out, well, no, there's still, there's a question on the test about, <clears throat> not about, but it has a graph that shows some different demographics. Um, and it is mainly about public opinion and it's not about turnout. So uh, I think you'll be able to just look at the data, the graph and pull the answers from it pretty simply. So we're not going to talk too much about that. All right. So that is the review for this test. Once again, it is a short little test. It won't take us long to take it uh, on Friday, the 11th of February. Um, as always, let me know if you have questions. Send them to me via Remind. Uh, send them to me by email social media that's out there, chhsgov underscore civics on Twitter or KP, uh, K Daniels APGov on Twitter. Uh, either of those I'll respond to. So uh, yeah, if you have questions, as always, let me know. Uh, come see me before school, 630 is when I'm here, and I'll be happy to sit down with you. All right, guys, hope all is well. Uh, don't forget to be working on your AP classroom FRQ. It's quick, should take you about 15 minutes, and then don't forget about your blog for Unit 2 which is through Sunday night the 13th. All right, guys, hope all is well, and y'all take care. Bye-bye.